This is HPR episode 2936 for Monday the 4th of November 2019. Today's show is entitled HPR Community News for October 2019. It's hosted by HPR volunteers and it's about 42 minutes long, carries an explicit flag. The summary is, Ken discusses last month's shows and talks about Camp, Foss Weekly, Foss Dem and Star Wars. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another episode of HPR Community News for October 2019. Joining me this evening is nobody, uh, largely because uh, Dave had some communication issues and uh, although I could hear him, he couldn't hear me. Anyway, so we'll, we'll mosey along and uh, continue. So for those of you who are new to the show, HPR is a community podcast network where the shows are contributed by people very much like yourself. In fact, people like yourself. So and this show allows you to get an idea of what has been happening in the last month here on HPR. So the first thing we tend to do is introduce new hosts, and I'd like to do that now. Uh, we had one new host last month, and that was Carl. So very welcome to the network, Carl. And we look forward to hearing your show. Uh, then we'll go through uh, all the shows that were released in the last month. And this gives people an opportunity to get some feedback. But also, as it turns out, it gives people an opportunity to download the shows who are subscribing to this field, uh, feed. We'll cover additional comments as well as going on to mail list discussions. A few items related to the events calendar and some any other business that we happen to have quite a lot this week so without further ado we will go on to talk about the first show and that was hpr 2912 which was star drifter rpg play series part six uh, there were no comments on this one shutting the door there there were no comments on this one but uh, we will move on and uh, this was the uh, uh, real-time strategy game playtest that uh, Lost and Bronx is developing and has been testing it out with a few friends Tatu and uh, Taj Mark and X1101 so this this has been a riveting one I must say um, and we will discuss that later on when we go to the final episode, which I think is covered in this month's show as well. The following day, we had Windows, SDN and Firewalls. And this was by Bento. And it was uh, been a Windows user for the last three years. 
information on SDN and the DIY approach to home firewall. Uh, Claudio Nem had one comment on this, plus one on the chocolatey recommendation. I really enjoyed the episode. I've known about chocolatey for some years now, and it's been a godsend to me when I have to use Windows at work. I primarily use Linux and OpenBSD. I actually have a scheduled task that runs the cups, cup space all da space dash y command daily. This command sequences update sequence upgrades all packages installed via chocolatey and accepts all prompts. I also use msys2 for a proper Unix-like shell with Pacman for running updates so that I can use all the CLI apps I use on Linux and OS and OpenBSD. PS Tools is another suite that I can't live without. Ultimately, one needs to use the tools that work for them, whatever it is. If it's Windows or Mac OS, great. If it's Linux or BSD or something completely different, great. If it's Templos OS, I'll have to raise my eyebrow, but still great. Okay, the following day we had Mr. X with his I'm loving it, describing how I listened to podcast part four. And he's talking in this episode about Pyface controller and display, uh, what hardware he's using, and uh, essentially <laughs> how to over-engineer your podcast experience. But am I complaining? Oh no, because this stuff is right up my alley. And even even if you're not interested in this show for the from the point of view of podcasting, this is an excellent insight to what you can do with this uh, with a Raspberry Pi and a um, LCD display and some buttons. You can do quite a lot of inter-human computer interfacing and scripting with that. So well worth a listen if you're uh, if you're just scanning the, scanning the feeds. Keep an eye out that this is actually more deep than um, describing how we listen to podcasts. So this was Carl's first introductory show and I really hope it won't be his last. My first HBR episode and a bit of an intro and then a description of my recording setup. And it was commented on by myself, which who requested more Mr. Chrome, more shows on the following. Um, Mr. Chromebox.tech, which is a custom core boot firmware, firmware utility for the Chromebook and Chromebox. Uh, if you could do a show about cockpit, that would be awesome. If you could do explain more detail how controlling your lead display and seep in login.conf, which is the login configuration manager. Uh, if you could do a quick show on wake on LAN, why you would use it, how it works, etc. I would really like to know about USB-C uh, docs and how they work for Linux. Uh, there's a few, and if they how they work for Chromebooks, etc. And if you could do a show or a series of shows on the Reaper digital audio workstation. And you see, that's what happens, folks. When you think, when you send in a show to us here in HBR, we will find more shows that, uh, that you should send in to us. So in passing, these items were mentioned in the episode. And I really hope Carl uh, will do some, uh, some more shows on that. His kit seems actually quite nice as well. Okay. 
The following day, we had the HBR Community News, and obviously we didn't say anything controversial in that, as nobody commented. Then we had uh, the Star Drifter Part 7, and the following day we had selecting a random item from a weighted list, which is um, to Gatorotos Haskell series. And this one was uh, random number generators, which is actually quite quite interesting given his comment that uh, in Haskell this is a rather difficult thing to do. I think I kind of got this, but I'm, uh, I was hoping Dave would have invaluable insights into it for me. So, the next day we had hosting software in the HBR show notes. Oh, dear, dear, Jezra, Jezra, Jezra. Boats are awesome, but might lead to hosting software in the HBR show notes. So, uh, I, I, I worry. <laughs> I do worry about you. Uh, this, needless to say, was uh, an episode about uh, how somebody got a kayak and then put a motor on it overturned and then their phone got completely wet it's well worth a script or well worth a listen and Jezra has uh, has a um, a small python script to scrape the API from uh, weather.gov the source of all weather in the US apparently so that was uh, uh, that, that show really made me chuckle Note to self again if the uh, fix repairing the uh, boat video wasn't enough. If I ever do make it over to the States, never ever go anywhere near water with Jezra. So, Ahuka the following day continues with it. May we a better social network? And he says, May we was advertised as another popular alternative to Google. And uh, this is part of his series that he's doing on alternatives to, you know, free software and the like. Excellent episode show notes are available on his own blog over there. Geocaching with the Family was a show by Dave, Caroline and the kids, uh, who I had the great pleasure of meeting at Ogcamp. And Jezra says on this episode, what a fun adventure. Stinging nettles and cobwebs and badgers, smiley face. Kevin O'Brien says, I loved this show. I agree with Jezra. This was tons of fun. I just was thinking, oh, I'm right there. This, of course, was part of our um, our series. Oh, I haven't put it into a, a series, which I need to do. This is at this point I would say, Dave, make a note. Uh, we need to put this into Soundscapes series. So I really enjoyed this episode. Basically, it was uh, Dave, Caroline, and the kids going on a day of geocaching, and the fun and frustration that can result from it. Star Drifter RPG Playtest Part Eight continues the adventure. And then also part five of how I listen to podcasts in this episode. Uh, Mr. X covered how I used the second add on board Pipeface controller and display. And in the episode, in the show notes, you'll see pictures of waiting for IP. And then he uses this only 22 days for the next free HPR slot. No reason to, um, 
to not submit shows just because there are one or two shows in the queue. And he also displayed how he uh, controls this device using his Samsung remote control TV. Uh, so if you're doing any computer interface in with a Raspberry Pi or some or something equivalent, this is actually quite a good show to listen to. And I have it in my note to self whenever I get round to it to have a listen. Again, this the following day was from John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana. Had an, another find at the Goodwill store, but his speaker was quite loud, so he used a resistor to make it quieter. And uh, this was one of the first episodes a colleague of mine and Mark uh, listened to. So there you go. I was wondering if John had considered using a, a, um, the word escapes me, potentiometer for this so that you could uh, increase and, and lower the resistance, which would make the speaker louder and softer. This is one of my pet peeves. I mean, alarm clock should have a, in the alarm, a loud and uh, soft button. So there we go great episode and i will be referring to that if not uh the information in it is probably not that relevant but it is useful to realize that you can lower the volume of some of these devices the following day we had linux logcast memorial to 5150 and there was a comment from lost in bronx which i'll read now I never met 50, but I knew him. I posted this over at the Memorandum Mall for his obituary, but uh, it probably bears repeating here. I knew him by his online handle, 5150. He was simply a great, great guy, a fine podcaster and a tireless member of the HPR community, among others. He offered encouragement by the bucketful and constructive criticism when needed. A good soul and a man of strong character who was who displayed loyalty and dependability each time I spoke to him. I never met the man, but 50 was a good friend. May he rest well. And that, I think, is a fitting tribute to 5150. And thanks to Hunky and those guys for putting on that show. Really, really do appreciate it. The following day, we had... Tony Hughes, uh, who I also had the pleasure of meeting at Oddcamp. And he is there to tell us that the Full Circle magazine uh, needs an injection of new blood. So if you want to take, uh, if you want to help out with that uh, magazine, please feel free to do so. In fact, um, I just recently saw that opensource.com uh, have taken one of Dave and Be Easy's shows and used that as the basis for a written article on their website. If you feel uh, that you want to support the Full Circle magazine and you have heard a show on HPR that you think would be uh, of interest to the people over there, please feel free to take the, uh, the um, 
show notes or audio and convert it into a magazine format and publish it over there. That would be absolutely, completely and totally in line with what we're trying to do here. So yes, please help out there if you can. Star Drifter RPG part nine, we'll mosey over that until we get to part 10. And the following day we had 2928, which was building Markov chains with Haskell. And there were two comments associated with that. BEZ said, thanks for this episode. I may be in the minority, but I love thinking about Markov chains and probability algorithms. It is interesting how this is implemented in Haskell. Comparing it to the same algorithm in Python allowed me to follow the Haskell structure and syntax for the first time. To which Tukutorito replied, thanks for the feedback. Be easy. Hearing that you were able to follow Haskell's structure and syntax made me extremely happy. Me too. It's quite alien looking language with odd syntax and spinning it on a podcast is pretty hard for me. Markov chains and other procedural, general, general, procedural generation methods are close to my heart as I've been tinkering with games for a long time. I rather try and write algorithms than generate that generates me content and be surprised by the results then write it by myself and know exactly what to expect well i am absolutely thrilled for BEZ's feedback here because to be honest i'm not qualified to discuss any of this as it's not my uh basically it's 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 not something i've been interested in or uh not not that I'm not interested in it. I have never had experience of it prior to this. And it's great that BEZ took the time there to provide some feedback to, to Katorito. And I know for sure that in the coming years, people will be providing more feedback when this uh, series becomes, gets the due respect and publicity it deserves. And the Haskell people come flocking over here to... Um, to follow this series in its entirety. So keep up the good work to Katorito and BZ. Thank you very much for providing the feedback. And people, uh, I said this uh, quite a lot at OddCamp and uh, and more recently, feedback is the, the, the currency by which a podcaster is motivated. So if you can put in a comment, if you can drop them an email or do another show, commenting on their show, that sort of feedback is absolutely tremendous. When you get positive feedback on your show, you are floating around the whole day with a little bit of a buzz. That is that is actually it. So please continue to do that. It's great. Recover the ring files from a dead MacBook Air. Okay, that was by John Culp, uh, who was the household hero where he was able to uh, use a Ubuntu live CD and get all his files back and ended up making the his uh, wife happy, I believe, and also was able to get himself a new laptop. Win-win there, John. Well done. Now, um, following day, 29.30, and i got to make sure that I don't overstep or Dave will be annoyed with me. I can... I'll feel him, feel uh, feel his disapproval from over here. And today, 
the rundown ones on Dispora. Dispora, I don't know if I'm saying that. It's basically an alternative platform uh, up against Facebook. So a uh, bit of a rundown on that and an explanation of it. As I said before, this is a fantastic little series on, on the various different options that there are. And if you're going to be moving from one thing to the next, what are your options and uh, how likely is it that you're going to go from one abandoned platform to another abandoned platform? So keep up the good work there. Ahuka. Wallabag for on-premises article aggregation. When I posted that, I had no clue about what it was, but I've listened to the show since and I realized that this is actually quite an interesting thing. Uh, it's basically, if anyone uses Firefox, that you have the Pocket thing, which is a free slash proprietary service. I think a lot of people were a bit cheesed that that was put into uh, Firefox when other things could have used development. But anyway, uh, and Wallabag is something that you can run yourself on your own server and basically sync articles and save them offline. So that's a oh, that was an interesting one. Also an interesting um, insight into running Docker uh, and containers and the, the, the issues that you get into in a practical sense. So um, would be worth a listen if you're thinking uh, about you want a little project to run a Docker container in. This might be something that would be of interest to you. Now, Star Drifter RPG Playtest Part 10. I will now comment on this. I loved this show. I loved the entire series. I loved the concept, the fact that they're doing this. And I have already provided uh, Lost in Bronx feedback. Feedback which he threw in my face. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. I'm approaching this from the point of view of um, never having played Dungeons and Dragons or any of those games uh, at all. And actually, since then, my wife, while we were at Odd Camp, my son had a birthday party where um, a dungeon master came over and did an introductory game with the guys, and they all loved it. But as my wife and the uh, my other two kids were, who were just there commented, gosh, there was an awful lot of killing and dying and battles and stuff. So <laughs> my comment was, when I read the Star Drifter series, I see that a character who's trying to figure a way out of sort of a problem and he's getting help from other people and then you come up with a solution to the problem and how to do that without the battles. But Lost and Bogs pointed out that there is an awful lot of battles in, in Star Drifter as well. And specifically that this was a playtest of the of the battle uh, of the of a battle scene and that regardless of what was going to happen, they were going to end up having a battle. So that was it. But a great oh my god, was that awesome. Just in the game, in the Star Drifter universe. Loads of people that I like talking about a game. What is not to like in this whole process? This was brought up uh, as well at Odd Camp and also when we were on uh, Foss Weekly about as a uh, excellent 
thing that you can experience here on HBR. So, cool. Following day. Have we... It was the 30th. Yes, we're still in this month, Dave. Don't panic. Brace yourself, brace yourself. A walk through my Pyface CAD Python code part one. And this was by Mr. X. And he is describing the first part of uh, how he sets up his Pyface CAD on his Raspberry Pi, which uh, he uses to control his music player running on a remote Raspberry Pi upstairs. So that was a nice introduction as to why and how he does it. And then the last show for this month, if I'm not correct, was Server Basics 106 Namespaces and Containers. Klaatu talks about unshare and LXC containers uh, commands. And this is basically the foundation of the cloud uh, running on Linux. He doesn't tell you that at the, the start of the show. But by the end of the show, all the Kubernetes and all the buzzwords and all the other stuff that you have, serverless computing, cloud computing, blah, 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 blah. This is it. Um, absolutely. As, as he says, it will be, uh, you might not necessarily ever be getting down to the nuts and bolts of this, but I think I myself would consider this to be uh, a bit like Linux from scratch. It's a good thing to do at least once um, to do it understanding where understanding the higher level processes what they're doing on the underneath and doing it once just following the commands that are in this episode and indeed he's also doing some on his own uh, podcast GNU World Order if you're over there this is definitely worth something that you should it'll take you 15 minutes to try it out but then you the wheels start uh, associating Docker containers with these containers, with how the process tree looks different, etc. So, well worth a well worth a uh, check that one out if you can. So cool. That was the uh, the list of shows that that we were going through. But there were seven other comments from previous shows. And in going through the um, logs for the FOSS Weekly interview, the interesting point that I saw was that now 50% of our shows are coming from um, from the RSS feeds and 50% of the downloads are coming as a directly from the websites. So... Um, we have the long tail type of thing here. Uh, also, 50% of the shows are current shows that are in the feed. And then the other 50% are shows that are older than that, that people have listened to and have been downloading. So there was a comment on back in uh, September, the work of a firefighter part two by Yeroon. Uh, Don says, great podcast. Hi, Yeroon. After meeting you at Odd Camp 19, it was great to put a face to a voice. Hope the talk went well on Sunday. It did. Also, after meeting you and Yannick and the crew at the HBR stand, I'm inspired to look and see if there's anything I can do a podcast about. Also, I can contribute back to the community so that I can contribute back to the community. Take care, my friend, and thank you for sharing your experiences in such an enjoyable, informative way. Well, Don, if that wasn't I owe you a show, I don't know what is. 
brilliant first show that you can do is hi i'm don this is how i ended up at Uncamp 19 blah 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 and then we will be more than happy to supply you with a complete list of shows that you can do comment on better social media introduction by ahuka yurun says i hope you find time to discuss okuna o-k-u-n-a okuna let's call it okuna for now hi i really love to listen to this show and learn a thing or two as one of the sponsors of the okuna a previously open book kickstarter project i really look forward to your review of this in one of your shows if you ever find the time or interest kevin says i have no plans no plans for now i don't have plans to cover okuna maybe you can do a show about that haha <laughs> nice one kevin see what he did there see what he did there you rude haha <laughs> nudge nudge and you uh comment on bez's feature engineering for data-driven decision which was also september hi bez i just wanted to say i really uh, this is gabriel even far by the way I love the idea here. Hi, Beasy. Just wanted to say I really enjoyed this one. The topic of data analysis is definitely fascinating. Clearly from your comments, some folks don't have data mining or data science in mind when they build applications, but this episode gives one a very strong notion of why everyone should. And on Gabriel Evenfire's show itself, Onyx Basics Part 3 Network Fundamentals, and thanks, Gabriel, for uh gabriel or gabriel uh for fixing that bug issue uh so i can now install it in fedora no reason not to install it guys and in geek girls and everything in between uh thanks for your feedback hey thanks for your feedback i will try to contribute to build on the fundamentals as the series continues and garrick says yet another top episode uh, that, sorry, Gabrielle's uh, feedback was related to the previous comment from last month, which was was from Archer72. And Jerry Kay says, yet another top episode. Thanks for another top episode, Gabrielle. Though I'm pretty experienced in the field, I still find the stuff fascinating and educational. I have finally gotten around to downloading Onyx and I'm looking forward to playing with it. That's exactly what we're supposed to do. Jezra sent in a show last month about my internet connection and Biza commented. Hi Jezra, I use wireless ISP in Shropshire in rural in rural con- country in England. The signal is bounced between relays mounted on the hilltops and beamed down to the villages, villages and farms below. The line of sight problem is resolved by having a few very low power sub relays positioned around the area at lower elevations for example i cannot see my nearby relay from the roof of my house but a grain silo on the farm next to me can so i take my signal from the sub relay mounted on the top of the silo it works great and since the isp is only a small company it must be cheap too perhaps one of the wisps in your area could be persuaded to look at an approach to expand their customer base so that was all the comments which is great to have as i've said to uh, people before uh, said earlier in the show uh, providing comments is an excellent way to uh, motivate people 
so the mailing list discussions was uh, around links to creative commons podcasts and there were some great suggestions and that really went down like a uh, a uh, really went down well can't come up with an analogy right now at OGCAMP we had a uh, I just printed off uh, A4 sheets of paper and uh, on both sides so that uh, I could cut them in the middle and hand out an A5 sheet of paper with the list of the podcasts and it was a great way to get people over to the table you could just give them you know if you're you're here at OGCAMP are you into podcasting yes I am then you go well here's a list of other podcasts and you know if you're into podcasting you might be interested in hpr blah 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 oh no you're not well then oh we would love to hear a podcast about how you got involved in our camp without actually being interested in podcasting anywho um the ohio linux fest is on the first of november so that's already gone uh and my bill had a announcement that uh anicon is uh, if any of you live in the northwest of the US, Anicon is scheduled and it will be on November the 1st and the 2nd. So I doubt you're going to make that today, but anywho, we did our best. And the community news then, uh, Kevin Wisher. Um, pointed us to the fact that uh, our famous community member has done a how community saved artwork on the creative commons which is a very very interesting article about um, uh, how is how uh, open clip art library just disappeared it's it's still online but it's completely has completely just disappeared uh, leaving uh, people high and dry so even though the license was cc0 uh, it's gone fortunately they were able to use free software to salvage their files and those files are now available on free svg.org free s scalable vector graphic free svg i've updated the link on the hpr website to that website and Yes, uh, element of drop, duck dropping going on, but Clatu uh, and uh, Seth are fine with that. So the next thing is some events that are coming up uh, that you need to be aware of. Um, nothing, it's actually quite quiet in November and December because a lot of the conferences have been uh, I've been on Ohio Linux Fest has been on this uh, weekend. Foscamp is just over. Uh, sorry, Ogcamp is just over, and December is pretty quiet. But of course, at the beginning of uh, February is Fostem on the first and second of February, twenty twenty. First and second of February, twenty twenty. And that brings us on to the fact that I have requested a podcast table uh, at FOSDEM 2020. So this uh, pretty much every year uh, I propose a table there for all the podcast shows that release under a Creative Commons license. Basically the same thing, recommended podcasts that I have. 
and that uh, the idea would be that if we were ever granted a table there that uh, we would have stickers and representatives of the various different podcasts that are around um, uh, even if people couldn't make it we could represent them at least uh, despite there being three or four different areas where tables are available at uh, Fostum actually more there's five or six different areas where tables are available it is very very difficult to get a project uh, accepted for uh, for FOSTEM so don't be surprised if uh, we don't get that one so speaking of which I did mention that Ahuka uh, Kevin and myself were on FOSS weekly episode 553 uh, I will post the audio of that here on HPR so you can have a listen to it. And it was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> so uh, don't know what it was that was terrifying about it. Probably the uh, the video. The video was the thing that was probably terrifying about it. It was great to um, to do. It was great to meet uh, uh, the guys. The interview went quite well, I think. Don't know. We'll see. It was... Um, have a listen tell me what you think yourself i'm, I'm kind of interested i also would like to one of the the things that i mentioned on our application to fostem was the fact that um, the rss feeds are becoming less and less uh, available to people and that people are going to services like itunes or podcasts uh, google podcasts stitcher or soundcloud etc to get the shows now we should probably be on those as well but because i live outside of the us i am not able to sign up for these so if somebody would like to help me out uh sometimes registering hpr on those networks i would uh, appreciate the help okay just two more items of business and then i can close this one up um over the last month uh previous long going discussion has been the text to speech at the beginning of the podcast and the where we give a summary of what the show is how long it's going to be and what it's about that is proving important for people given the number of shows that we have um it gives people if you're in the car or on the train or operating a vehicle the option to listen to the show and go look i don't want to listen to this right now i'm just going to skip over it uh, without having to go in half without having to commit your whole life to listen to the podcast um before you can skip over it or decide well i'll listen to that when i'm at my desktop or whatever so a lot of people have complained about eSpeak, the, the voice that we've used and despite for the last 14 years looking for something better that would um have the ability to be realistically be able to be sped up so that our uh visually impaired people who listen at 800 miles an hour uh won't get freaked out when eSpeak is dropped uh i decided to do the intros for last month and this month uh, at least these two months so that we have the opportunity to discuss it so rather than having an eSpeak voice that I would record it with the possible view that the, the people uploading the shows themselves could include. Here's the, the piece of text that you need to read to introduce your show that you could also do that. So tell me what you think. 
if it's interesting, if it's not, if it bugs you, if it's good, if it's bad, uh, it doesn't really add that much to um, the amount of time it takes me to post a show. Uh, the majority of the time is actually done by Dave, who takes show notes and puts it into uh, HTML or into a format that is not invalid HTML. And that is an ongoing problem that we had um, that show notes are not coming in uh, properly. So if you are submitting show notes in HTML, then do your best to make sure that they're valid HTML because um, it's costing a lot of time on our side to fix that. A solution to that might be to use some sort of markdown thing on the website where uh, like GitLab or um, GitHub uses where you use Markdown and then you can click the button and see what your show notes are going to look like. Maybe that's something to look at. But tell us what you think about uh, Ken versus eSpeak. And then I have a request from my son. As I am a Trekkie, I wouldn't possibly know the answer to this. Anyone who uh, is a Star Wars fan, if you could tell me what the best way would be to watch the movies. Do you watch them in episode order? Or do you watch them in production order? Or is there some other order in which you would watch them? My personal preference would be to watch them based on release date, so production order, as opposed to episode order. But if you have comments on that, I'd appreciate your feedback, either to the HPR mailing list, commenting on this show, or to me directly, kenatvallon.ie. And with that, I will wish you a very happy day. Oh, the last thing. Summary of missing tags. So we probably have quite a few new listeners who are joining the show for the first time. If that is you, congratulations. Thank you for joining the team. Uh, if you want to submit a show, press the upload button right there on the website, HPR website. There's a big upload button. You can press it. Anything that you need to, to know is covered there. If it's not, drop me a line. Admin at hackerpublicradio.org. Ken at fallon.ie. There are currently 579 shows without summaries, considering we have, so 629 need some work. So that is way down on what we had. Uh, this proved extremely useful, the whole tag thing, um, in helping people to find shows at OddCamp or wherever. Because you just go to the page and you search for Linux and then boom, you've got all the all the different shows where it's mentioned or at least tagged. So if you're going back listening to all the shows from day one, um, have a listen. Tell us. If the show is relevant anymore, are there any missing links, anything, uh, any tags that should be added or removed, that would be absolutely awesome. And uh, tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio! You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. 
ECA Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.